Welcome to the sixth episode of the Cam and Joe Show. My name is Joe Steele. In this episode, we talk about our Thanksgiving traditions, charities that we work with, and different ways that we can be involved in our community. Please enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Cam and Joe show. This morning is Friday, December 1st. We are on episode six, my man. We would have been on episode six last week, but there was we a would have been. Issue. We would have been. That's okay. I would rather look back at and, and talk about Thanksgiving than talk about what was right around the corner. Right. So man, I goodness. Thanksgiving. How, so how, how, if you're listening to this for the first time, like, subscribe, do all those things, hit the bell. Yes. Please. We're, we're trying to grow this thing. Um, we like you, that you're part of the conversation. So. Yes. Thanksgiving. Bro, Thanksgiving. What'd you do? What did we do? What did we not I mean? What did we eat and what did we not eat? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to get, I'm not eight. throwing, I'm not throwing my mom under the bus, but <laughs> so we we get over to my folks house yeah. a couple of years back. Cause we all have extended family and uh, you know, those of us that are married with kids and we have our in-laws and stuff like that my folks my mom and stepdad they slid their thanksgiving from thursday to wednesday to free everybody up on thursday sure pretty awesome right that makes sense so we get there right when you walk in it smells amazing all the grandkids are there so there's four 13 14 of us right incredible the energy is awesome and wild as you'd imagine what sit down have this incredible meal right awesome meal and my mom stands up she's she's in the kitchen and all of a sudden she says and we're like what's wrong and she turns the corner with this massive pot of stuffing that didn't make the table and we're like no like oh how did i how did we just how did we just have thanksgiving without stuffing without stuffing had everything else the 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 casserole and the turkey which was delicious by the way and everything else the mashed potatoes you just know your mom mom listens to the podcast and if you don't say it's delicious she's gonna slap you exactly exactly (laughs) mom love you everything else was great stuffing would have been great yeah so next thing you know we're like people are now we're trying to decide do we have dessert yeah or do we have stuffing (laughs) or both because it's essentially Thanksgiving and different strokes for different folks, different strokes for different <laughs> folks, man. But it was great. It was great. And then, uh, celebrated with, uh, more family the following day. It was just like a food coma for I love it. a couple of days. It was, it was so good. How was y'all's dude? It was bomb. So yeah. we did. So I ended up cooking. We ended up actually having some of our employees and friends that are like, we don't have anywhere to celebrate. Yeah. It was like, yep. Come on. Yep. Yep. That's Come awesome. On. My mom went and visited my, um, some family in Cleveland and then my, um, it's not Cleveland. I always forget where. Anyways, so she went left to go visit family, and then my brother. We always kind of do our own thing. Yeah. So I made everything from scratch. I was like, I'm doing this thing. It's awesome. And the only thing I didn't make is stuffing because I don't like stuffing. What? Oh man. That's why you're like, we. You should eat with us. It would have been perfect. You're like, I'm not missing a thing. Like, man, <laughs> good for you. This meal was perfect. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I've never been a fan. So I go to the store. I've been like the box stovetop stuff, man. That's the best. I can't. I can't. Just, it's because it's too. I don't know. It's gonna be our last podcast. I've had it. It's been real. It's been great. You know how many times this has been our last podcast? Yeah, we've said <laughs> this is our fifth last. One of our very like top lines is this is our last podcast. 
<laughs> it's a constant threat. You never know. You never know when this show will end. Oh, that's so, so you funny. better subscribe. Um, so yeah, so I go to the store and I, I'm like, sweet. My plan is I'm gonna make green bean casserole. I'm gonna make mm-hmm. everything, mashed potatoes, good stuff. Yeah. I was like, cool, made a pie. We're rocking. We're good. Absolutely. I'm like, this is all I'm making, knowing it's not gonna be a crap ton of people. And so I asked people, what's your favorite? Mm. Just so I can make sure I have it. Yeah. So I'll, oh common mashed potatoes perfect sure no one says turkey by the way when i found out that turkey is the second most disliked food because it's mostly dry yeah. right yeah, I guess. there's a way to do it if you smoke it oh, oh no i no i a Deep good turkey and bad yeah. turkey yeah i get yeah. it it can be a two flip it over so that you yeah there's oh. a, there's a way to do it right so so i go and i'm like all right so one of our one of our workers is like hey i don't have anywhere to go i was like oh yeah come on over you're good let's Absolutely. celebrate bring your kids Absolutely. we've got kids we'll play mm-hmm. so she's over and uh i find out the day before thanksgiving oh i said what's your favorite so i can make sure i have it oh uh sweet potatoes like, so i had to go to the store the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's a bad day to go to the store. No, not good. So I'm walking through and I'm, there's no sweet potatoes of course not. anywhere. Yep. I'm like, crap. Mm-hmm. So there's no cans of sweet potato anywhere. So and, and and your wife called you. You said, you're at the grocery store? And you said, I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so much starch in that joke. So, yeah, I, bad. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I'm looking and I didn't see anything. So I was like, oh, sweet. Next to it, I saw yams and it was full I was like, you know what screw it i'm just gonna get some yeah yams. i'll figure it out they'll never know so i get a bunch of yams fill up a bag mm-hmm. and i go to check out and the person's like you know those aren't sweet potatoes <laughs> yeah you're like yeah. you're not gonna tell them though right <laughs> and they're like so you know it's different than potato or than than sweet potatoes i said a little bit yeah it'll yeah. be all right they're like are you sure they're oh. making me second guess they're, myself you're like yeah, as you're Googling it. So I go home and I start pulling up recipes and yeah. I'm like, uh, and it's like, how to make yams? And I was like, how to make yams very much like sweet potatoes. You're like, that's the link for me. So needless to say, I went home and ended up like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make these like mashed how'd potatoes. They, how'd they turn out? Perfect. Really? The, everyone said it was their favorite part of really? the whole thing and it was all off cuff. So did you do, did you like throw them in a crock pot and mash them or what, what was the? So was your... I steamed them. Yeah. Uh, steamed them up. Then I mashed yeah. them up. Milk, yeah. butter. Yeah. And then I added um, some that's nutmeg, so allspice, cinnamon. <sighs> and then I added mm. brown sugar just to sweeten no it up. See, that sounds better to me than pie. Because I'm, I'm, I'm always going to lean more to the savory side. On me the too. Sweet side. Me too. Sweet potatoes like that. Oh yeah! As soon as you throw on, oh man, n- some nutmeg and allspice and cracked pepper. Oh. So it was bomb. It came I'm out really good. I'm gonna drown. <laughs> How did he die? He drowned on his podcast. Well, they were talking about but food. I, I liked it because it wasn't as sweet. Mm-hmm. I like even the marshmallows. Like I'd script. I script anytime I ever have it to be polite. Yeah, I, I, old school. I don't know if you were this way, but my parents were like, if you go out somewhere. We're gonna make you a plate. Eat your whole plate clean mm-hmm. to be polite. No, no, no. I got right? it. And so I, I was like, it. all right. So anytime yeah. I go anywhere, so I still do that at my own home. Yeah. No. If I, I serve myself up something, mm-hmm. I eat the whole plate. Yeah. Because I want my kids to be like, oh no, yeah. he ate the whole plate. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, glass and all, potatoes. glass and all. You guys just have incredible digestive systems. <laughs> Always glass. Always. <laughs> he ate the plate. <laughs> he ate the whole thing. Daddy, do I have to <laughs> eat the plate? You're gonna be polite. <laughs> so as soon as you said marshmallows, my my brain. The little mental vacay took me back to 2007. Yeah. I just graduated high school. Like five days later, I was on a 14 hour flight from San Francisco to Sydney, Australia, right? Where yeah. I was, where I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. lived out there for seven months volunteering. The very first time we went camping out there, drove yeah. about a day and a half in the middle of the outback. After dinner, they 
they busted out these pie tins and graham crackers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, are we doing s'mores? And they're like, we're doing s'mores nachos. I'm like, what? That sounds amazing. So they pie tin, spray it down with Pam, grab your graham crackers, crumble them all up. Yeah. Mini marshmallows and mini chocolate chips. What? Yeah, right? That's what I said. What? And then, so you do it like a little later into the evening once the fire's kind of broken down to coals. Yeah. Tin, set it right into the fire. Well, first you make it all up. So spray it down, yeah, yeah, graham yeah. crackers, yeah. Uh, mini marshmallows all over, chocolate chips all over, and then you set it right down in there in the coals. Yep. Cover it kind of loosely in foil. Oh, bro. That sounds incredible. Take it off. Definitely take it off with, you know, spot holders. Yeah. Set it down for a minute. As soon as you take the foil back, all the steam, s'mores nachos. Grab yourself graham cracker. Are we both hungry? All we're talking about, this whole podcast, which should be called Foodie, we're gonna talk foodie about, Alert. We're going to be talking we're about We're talking community. about other things, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and volunteering and Salvation Army and food bank and everything else. But, bro, before we get there, <laughs> s'mores nachos. If, you, if you're hearing this, try it, all right? That sounds you can do, I've, I've done it at the house with the kid. I did it on a trigger. I've also done it in the fire pit. Bro. Pie tin, yeah. a little cheap little pie tin that you yeah. throw away afterwards. Spray it down with Pam. Uh, graham crackers, mini marshmallows. I'm salivating so bro, bad right I, now. Yeah. It's bad. I can see the drool. You're not bro, able to bro. protect you. I'm in the splash bro, zone. <laughs> the splash. <laughs> May get wet, <laughs> will get soaked. <laughs> Talking with Cam uh, about food is like a whale show at <laughs> SeaWorld. <laughs> What's the trick? Oh, Staying dry. That's the oh, trick. Oh, man. <laughs> I look over Joe's in like the full like Splash Mountain Park. <laughs> What's the weather like there? Well. Oh, oh man. Oh, so good. I love you, bro. I love you too, man. So, yeah, try, 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 try those out. That sounds incredible. S'mores nachos. Where were we? We were talking Thanksgiving. But, yeah, incredible uh, Thanksgiving. Um, a group of volunteers, and I, this was so cool, um, the Thursday immediately prior to Thanksgiving, yeah. we met at the food bank. Love it. The volunteers together uh, put together just over a thousand boxes at the food bank That's for so local good. families in need. That was incredible to be a part of. Uh, and then the following Monday, which was the week of Thanksgiving, yeah, uh, we had cars. Oh my gosh! Did you end up seeing that photo? Yeah, the oh, aerial photo from Brian Davis. Yes, over the old Kmart building. Yeah, cars lined up side by side, lined up all the way around the building. Ended up giving out. I think just. Just at or just over 500 meals That's for families incredible. right there the week of Thanksgiving. Wow. That, was in, that was incredible. And all of that, I mean, dude, of the food bank, I think there are five or six, maybe four or five paid employees yeah. that are there to help coordinate. Other than that, man, they run so, I mean, they are reliant on volunteers. So let's just do some numbers really quick. So you said over 500 boxes were given mm-hmm. out, right? Let's yep. say the average family is four. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's two thousand people. Yeah, that's two thousand people that were fed, and that's not including if you look at our whole, right? Or if we look at our whole populace of the area, we average between Marysville, Yuba City, hundred thousand people. Yeah. So you're looking at two percent, man. Yeah, two percent of the whole population. Have that's Thanksgiving. wild. I love numbers because it does. Yeah, that's wild. Right. So two. Two percent, actually, no, it's it's less than two percent, but still, the fact, no, it is two percent. The fact that you're able to do that, two thousand, hundred thousand. The fact that you're able to do that and, and bless that amount of people, and that wasn't it feels only, great to be a part of. It's it's not the only place that does that. You know, if you're listening, I challenge you to go and find oh. a place you can volunteer. But right. also, look at how many people are feeding and do that same number. It's right. so easy to do, and That's then so you can cool. really see the impact. 
because sometimes you get so, at least for me, I'll look at something and be like, I'm helping out. And then I'm like, I'm really not making a difference. You'll hear this little bro, lie, right? Bro, You're bro. not doing anything. Yeah. There's so much need. What, what can you actually do? Yep. Well, and even show up and do it. Even the entrepreneur mind, it's like, oh, you're not actually achieving what you think you're going for. But then when you start looking at numbers, you go, oh, oh, what? That's amazing. Why are you guys doing a podcast? There's already so many great podcasts. It's like, oh. yeah, you know, what? if everybody thought like that, you know, actually like, last week we've I had multiple people go, hey, can I be part of the podcast? I, I love this. Your podcast yeah. is awesome. I was just chatting uh, this morning with one of the gals that helps me out with a lot of social media marketing. Yeah. And it was, um, I'm running here late. What's yeah, new? Yeah. And it's like 9.05. And she's she's like, you sound like you're in a hurry. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting my podcast. And I was like, by the way, we're on episode six. We're yet to have a female in yet. Yeah. We need to bring somebody in. She's like, oh my God, I would be honored. So yeah, we'll. Done. We'll schedule yeah, that crap done. out. We'll get it. So right. numbers, though, to me, is an important way of oh looking at things. And because there's, you can't hide. You can't, it's numbers, man. You can't fool numbers. No. That's why I love lending. It's numbers. Right? You can't it, fool numbers. And so often you'll look at a process or you'll look at something or you're like, are we really making an impact? And you just run the numbers. Like think about like. That's wild. Like a small church. Let's just take a, a small church or a small nonprofit, mm -hmm. right? Say you have 40 volunteers. Yeah. Okay. That may, maybe there's 500 people that affiliate with that. Let's mm -hmm. say 50 for number's sake. So you have 10% volunteer, which is yeah. normal ratio. Yeah. And that 10%, 50 people are able to impact 2,000 people. You've done it, right? Yeah. That's huge. 10% yeah. is you have, you have You have 10X'd your impact. Exactly. And so I think that we need to be more aware of that stuff. Yeah. And, and, and really and look at it. And how good it feels. It, dude, it feels so amazing every single time. I'm literally, yeah, I'm sorting through. We're doing, um, there's a huge, so another ministry, Hope for the Heart, mm -hmm. mom runs. They're, they're donating shirts and jackets and stuff. Shout out to Mrs. Steele. She's incredible. Love you. Um, yeah, I think they gave out close to about 2000 as well, worth of food to people. But they go to the homeless, where the homeless are actually yeah. at in Camp of Mountains. I love that. I love that. And so it's. I it's, love it. I love any entity, any organization, any nonprofit, any church, any group. Yeah. That goes to. Right yeah. to to offer something at a place and say come and get it is one thing and yeah. I love that and yeah. there's no knock there no no because no. when it's when it ha oftentimes it has to be coordinated right the only way for the food bank to get out yeah. five hundred plus food boxes sure is to market to those families that have inquired about being on that list absolutely and we are going to set up shop here yep right the food bank how they operate there's also a laundry list it serves over ten thousand people between Sutter and Yuba counties which is nuts. Sutter, Yuba, I believe in Calusa counties, which is nuts, right? 10,000 people. And that, that grocery list goes out to both their employees and volunteers. And in the massive box, in the massive box trucks that you see driving around Sutter yeah. and Yuba County, it says Yuba Sutter Food Bank. They load that thing up yep. weekly and they'll drive them out to all those either assisted living, to yeah. elderly That's or seniors or this, that, and the other. So it's incredible. It's incredible. 10%. They're literally serving 10% of the community. Yeah. In giving. Like yeah. That's it's wild. When I also wild. know, like, I also know a lot of places that they'll get food from the food bank so they mm -hmm. can cook food to do for other ministries. Yeah. So, like, yep. it's not just a, mm -hmm. oh, we're giving it to people. It's like, no, yeah. we're helping, afford, helping other places afford to be giving as well. Absolutely. Which is Absolutely. an incredible process. Yeah. Like, I just, it's we'll have, we'll have my friend Maria Ball. She's now the, the the top dog Let's of the Yuba Center Food Bank. We'll have her on. We'll have her speak to it more. But from purely from a volunteer standpoint, yeah. So the the group of volunteers that I run, Spark, 
S-P-A-R-K, yep. serve people and rally kindness. That's what we're calling ourselves. That's what we've called ourselves. Yeah. So my Spark group of volunteers, we've been volunteering. Gosh, last year we did it, I think, four times. We did. We tried to do it quarterly. Yeah. And when I started to realize the need was greater than sure. quarterly, right? And they have a good amount of other volunteer groups coming in. But Absolutely. every time we're there, minimum we're putting together a thousand to eleven, twelve hundred boxes. Wow, which is incredible. Yeah, the group is incredible. They come with the the energy, and they're like, "What's the number for the day?" I'm just like, "You're like, let's Whoa. go." Okay. I'm like, "Let me go finish my coffee and be ready for this conversation." <laughs> um, but every 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 time we're there, then the staff the staff they're all incredible and they're hugely appreciative. Um, and every time we leave, they're like, "When are you coming back?" And then I started to realize every time we were there, they're like, "When are you coming back?" And I was like, "Okay." We can start doing this monthly. Yeah. I know how good it feels to volunteer. Sure. One of the things that, and this this will segue us into chatting about this because we wanted to chat about this. Every time I volunteer, I I feel like I'm being the the hands and feet of Christ. Absolutely. And that's that's an incredible feeling, right? If you have the time and you have the opportunity to get out and serve and love on people, it's just having this conversation with a friend yesterday who's kind of going through a, a... a, a darker patch, a, a tough time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude. And he told me he's he's like, I'm I'm gonna come and volunteer because we just got two uh, new volunteer dates for December. Nice. <clears throat> Thursday the 14th for Boxing Day at the food bank. Come one, come all. Thursday December 14th. By the time you hear this, this will come out next Friday, so there'll still be time to get there uh, at the food bank. Thursday December 14th from. Eight third, uh, sorry, food bank is nine to eleven, and then the following Monday, which is Monday, December eighteenth, yeah, that will be our uh, distribution drive behind Kmart again. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, every every time we're over there, that group is just on fire. They're loving on people, and every time we volunteer, there's always five to six that hadn't volunteered in a month prior yeah or an opportunity prior yeah and they come up to me with the biggest smile on their face and they're like thank you that felt amazing yeah and like oftentimes i just want to wink at them like feels good right yeah and they're like yeah that felt amazing and i'm like you just tapped into something there yep you just tapped into what it's all about well you remember when we were talking to diego we were talking about like finding that thing it's like why do you get up in the day yeah make sure i provide for my kids right to, and the best thing you can do is realize the world's not about you yeah and when your world Amen. is plummeting mm-hmm. the best thing you can do is help somebody else's world who's plummeting 100 and elevate them yeah and if you can do that you're all of a sudden gonna be like man it's really not that bad yeah it's more perspective switch than anything else it, 100%. Like, you'll have someone be like, man, I can't afford my, like, oh, man, I got to pay the bills. I got my house. I got my car. I've got all these mm. things. And it's like, you realize that there's a guy on the street that's mm-hmm. using a newspaper right now to keep himself warm. Yeah. And you could go out there, mm-hmm. love on that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, man, and he's not going to think about all the problems that you have. And your problems will become yep. super small. Perspective. Because it, yeah, exactly. Because the, the second you are around somebody that doesn't have what you have, you instantly begin to appreciate everything that you do have. Think you'll appreciate these so we were talking about numbers talking about stats mm-hmm. okay so i'll ask you this question what do you got i was doing some research on this and i just thought it was super fascinating what percent of people create industries so we're looking at the, we're looking at the world what percent because people complain about this and so i think it's really funny because how many times have you heard someone be like oh well that's a fortune 500 company oh, they don't care about sure. anyone or oh we need to tax the x percent right sure, oh, sure because sure. they'll do Okay, well, then let's play this game because I think it's hilarious. What percent of people create the industries? 
So when you walk into a Walmart, that guy who created the yeah. Walmart, who created Target, probably one less than one percent, less than one percent, less than one percent. So it's, it's yeah, less than one percent are leading the other ninety nine. Yeah, and it's so what happens is that less than one percent will hire on nine percent, which gives it about a ten percent, and mm-hmm. then they manage the 90 other ninety, per, the other ninety percent. Yeah, and so everyone wants to be one yeah. percent, but whenever you hear them talk, whenever you they're like my whole life is this i yeah. care about this i yeah. really wanted to help this i yeah. was down on my luck i didn't know what to do perspective shifted and yep. now i'm doing and now i'm employing tens of thousands of individuals exactly i mean the, the, and that's that ripple effect man it's huge ripple effect is is everything i i love that and to, to speak to the where spark came from yeah i have, I have two christmas reads in my truck that i'm gonna uh, drop off to some buyers later yeah and i was i was thinking about this this morning is why it's relevant so spark or or the the what was originally sparked in me to yeah. begin like really loving on people yes i spent you know the the seven months in australia back in 2007 volunteering and that absolutely scratched that itch right yeah. it's probably where it really started absolutely but bringing it back to the fold the same year i got into lending was the same year that the campfire happened mm. in Paradise, um, in which, Paradise, California, which, which is... Let me just paint a picture for people yeah. who hadn't been out there. Yeah, you I saw pictures. Say. Okay, I've done real estate photos out there. I've done a lot of work out there. There was nothing. when mm. It was a huge town. Think of a basic rural town that had about sixty to 70,000 people up in the mountains. The downtown was burnt down to the I don't town. know if the population was that high, but it's but, irrelevant. Yeah, I want to say... It was a little bit. It was a little bit smaller, but I mean, bit, still decent sized downtown. Yeah, you absolutely. Go through it. The downtown was down to the foundation. Mm-hmm. There were maybe a couple bricks left up. Yeah, it ate the fire. Ate yeah. through all of that. Still, still to this day, mind you, it's only been five, six years now. That's, yeah, it, and it will be for a while. The the most deadly wildfire. Yep. In California history. Yep. And still to this day, I think it's also it had the greatest loss as far as value of property and home oh goes yeah. and that's in the state of california and that even if you look, burns every summer yeah even if you look at the homes though if you look at that like some fires it's like okay they burnt it and they have to tear down basically mm-hmm. and patch it or whatnot no dude it's scorcher to the to the foundation yes yeah, there's there were no buildings left up um it kind of crazy so no so crazy so just painting so that picture yeah. for you if you're yeah. listening and, and you didn't see the picture or, or if you're listening and you're not in the state of california um or you you had heard of maybe the campfire or paradise california before google google it really quick just to give yourself a little bit of a grounds of what we're discussing so yep. when that was happening that i believe was november of 18 i had just gotten into lending that spring we were coming up on christmas um i was at a starbucks I was at a Starbucks in Roseville, and when you walk up to order, you see all the gift cards, yeah. right? And it was Christmas time, so it was all decorated. There's wreaths and stuff on the door, and I and I was looking at all the gift cards, and they're they're all Starbucks cards, but they're all like different, yeah, you know, ten, hall, five, ten, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what if we were to, what if I was to buy a wreath, yeah, right, and throw, like, let's say five. $20 gift cards on it and it wasn't just going to be Starbucks. I was going to do like a $25 gas card, a yeah. $25 target card, a Walmart card, a Rayleigh's or Bel Air card, something yeah. like that. Right. To get Gip. groceries, gas, something else. Basics. And, and find a family. Cause it wouldn't be hard to no. find a family north of Chico, somewhere in paradise, Miguelia area that was affected by the campfire 
and find a way of giving that wreath to a family. So what do I do when I have a good idea? I throw it on social media just to see if it sparks something. Yeah. And through just through the idea out there, thinking about buying a wreath, um, if you'd like to contribute, yeah, uh, let me know. And threw it out there. Went to sleep. Next morning, woke up. I remember. Comment, comment, d- direct message. What's your cash app? What's your Venmo? What's your Zelle? Next thing you know, I'm like, whoa. Okay, yeah. I have I have more than enough money that just came in to buy a second wreath and fill that second wreath up. The next day, take a photo, throw it on a Facebook of both wreaths, now full. There's probably $300 to $400 of value yeah. on, on the gift cards on the wreath. Take a photo of it. Uh, next week, I'm going to drive these uh, up to Paradise and, and find two families. Took a photo of it, threw it online. <laughs> next morning, brrr, another five or $600 came in that night. Wow. That allowed me to buy a, two more wreaths. So the next thing you know, I have four. Bro, that happened. Yeah. That happened two more times. It went from two to four, four to six. By the time I drove the wreaths out to Paradise, yeah. I had eight wreaths. That's crazy. And, and eventually... Each wreath had like six, almost six to seven hundred dollars worth of That's value on gift cards, and I didn't just want to like drive around and, and just like loosely pass them out. No, so I reached out to my my friend uh, Morgan Desolt, who is an incredible woman. She's now been with uh, the Salvation Army for years now. Yeah, she's now um, out of working out of the bay. She saw what I was doing, and she was like, "Okay, I'm going to connect you with uh, one of the city councilmen." In Perfect. in uh, in Chico, or sorry, in in Paradise, because they know exactly where these families are. So I coordinated with him. One of the families was able. I was able to actually meet gentlemen with kids. Um, oh man, and like when you're when you're when you're giving like that, there's n- there's literally no better feeling than that. Oh, I know. I, it's incredible. And what? Yeah, what comes over you when you're handing a gentleman with his two kids right there? kind of a, a lifeline to as, essentially assist this gentleman yeah. with groceries, yeah. with gas, with uh, the ability to help him get some Christmas gifts yeah. for his kids, handing that over and watching his eyes well up. And then the kids like run up and hug me for that. Th- that's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's the, I don't care how many escrows I close in a day or in a month or in a week, nothing will touch that feeling. Well then so when that yeah. when that wow. when that can become when that can become your focus sure loving on people and meeting people where they're at and then just being a a catalyst for positive momentum yeah meeting people where they're at loving on people and honestly I think the biggest thing so many people so many people have good in their heart yeah and they don't know how to plug that in sure right so another perk or power of social media, yeah. giving those individuals the opportunity. Like right now, yeah. my office is full of like 420 tubs of peanut butter. I saw that, dude. That's amazing. It's amazing because the people that have jumped in, yeah. right? You throw an idea out there and everybody's like, either, and, and I can't remember who said this. I think it was Marnie. I think it was Marnie Sanders. And she, she may have got it from somebody else. People either have, people will have time or people will have money. Or they'll have a little bit of both. Yeah. Right. And there's if, if it's a little bit of both, perfect. Come one, come off. Yeah. If it's just money, 
here's Zelle, here's Venmo, here's yeah, Cash App, exactly. and I will go grab the X, Y, and Z. I'll go grab the gift cards yeah. for the wreath, or I'll go grab the tubs of peanut butter and this, that, and the other. But any any way that you can plug in, tis the season, it's December 1st. Yep. Any way that you can plug in when you're listening to this and go and volunteer and serve and love on people, yeah. I promise you that is that is a deposit into somebody else, but that is such a deposit into yourself and into your peace well in changing other people's lives your life will be changed because that is amen I mean, that's how it is man we, we are not put here to to just serve ourselves yeah no what we've talked about it. it's like if i date mm. myself i'm gonna get bored of myself really fast yeah there is that amount of serving other people and and, and being interested in other people that helps us grow and realize the own our own faults mm-hmm. you know at that perspective 100 super important you know um 100 dude I remember when I was, oh, I want to say nine years old, 10 years old. A couple mom, weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My voice sounds that way. Yep. Um, <laughs> so dumb. I know. Um, but I remember my mom, she would go, hey, it's Christmas. We would, so we would do our gifts and stuff. And then she would knit. Um, she would either knit or had a bunch of gloves and caps. Mm. And Christmas afternoon, we did it for a couple of years. That's We'd awesome. go out and find homeless people that were cold and give them gloves and caps and yeah. just, just love on them and my mom's like look no, everywhere's closed everyone's inside mm-hmm. these people don't have anywhere to go let's just yeah. go do that and you do things like that and see the reaction on people's faces the simplicity of giving somebody gloves so simple it's not yet it's uh it changes people make it people make it hard or they don't know where to start yeah i'm like what do you mean you don't know where to start find a guy yeah and roll up and be like hey man i just want to bless you yep it's not, it's, it, and it feels, and it feels so good. And you don't have to do it in front of a camera and be like, look, I'm giving a guy socks. Like you do it out of the goodness of your heart. And, but, yeah. but I will say this, when people know that you are doing something like that and you do throw it on Facebook with good intentions, it allows people to jump in. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because sure. you can either, you can either go do it on your own yeah. secret agent style, right? Which is great. You're gonna infect. You're gonna positively affect that one individual. Sure. If you throw it online, be like, "Hey, <clears throat> over the course of December, Steelhouse Coffee is gonna be accepting beanies, gloves, yep. and socks." And then over the course of January, there you go. Maybe I'm speaking this into existence. There you go. Hey, hey. <laughs> and this is how this works. Exactly. Oh, there you go. You heard it here live. <laughs> the uh, or seven days late. Sorry. The the over the course of January. There. I'm or over the course of December. I'm speaking this into existence. We're doing this now. Okay. Steelhouse Coffee is going to be accepting, and we'll create bins. Done. Socks, new yeah. socks. Yep. Beanies, and gloves. And then over the course of January. Yep. Over the first week of the new year, Joe and I and a group of volunteers will go and distribute them. Done. And it's not hard to find individuals that it, are going to need. It really them. isn't. Not at all. No, because and we can bring them coffee and love oh, on them. We'll make them all warm and toasty. Yep. It, it, and it is that simple. And I think that. And it's so simple. It, we think everything's complicated. And mm-hmm. I think that is part of our society, right? I think it like school is where we learn that things are complicated. But then when you yeah. get into real life, you're like, it's really not that complicated. Yeah. Just like, go do it. Like think about math. Go do it. Go figure it out. Think about math, for example. When your mother was an amazing math teacher. Shout out to mom again. Absolutely. So still miss the stuffing though. <laughs> so like you do basic math and you're like, okay, cool. And then you get it. And then they're like, oh, here's algebra. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And then you get that. And you, mm-hmm. right, it doesn't take long. And then here's yeah. algebra too. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, here's geometry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're like, here's oh, trig. you finally got that. Here's trigonometry. And you're like, 
am I ever going to use? Mm. Chances are high. You're not. But <laughs> are you, you go anyway. Nope. Nope. Here's trig. You're like, yep. Okay. And then they're like, oh, you got that? Here's pre-calculus. Here's calculus. And you're like, ah. Yeah. I don't use that crap, right? I, mm. I pretty much use, I mean, even in accounting, it's yeah. very simple numbers. Yep. You could get a sixth grader and go, Here, mm. here's the information mm. right in front of you. Yep. You could do this stuff. So in that, though, we are taught there's always a level of escalation. Things will mm. always become more difficult. Yeah. But the older I get, the more I realize that is the biggest farce yeah. that you are programmed with. It yeah. is. No, no. Things actually get more simple. Yeah. Because now you have more freedom. Yeah. The only thing that stops you from having that freedom is you. 100%. You are committing your time to places. You know, I, I laugh. <clears throat> I've taught. Couldn't have said it better. I've taught at this point thousands of people, music and art mm -hmm. and stuff. But anytime I'm teaching them, they're like, I just don't have time. I'm like, okay. You don't have time? They're like, I don't have time. <laughs> You're a high school student? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't have time. Love it. How many hours are you in school? Oh, just yeah. seven or eight. Okay, yeah. seven or eight. Are you playing sports? Well, no. Unless you're not playing sports. Well, I got a part-time job. Okay, how many hours is that? Oh, it's at least three hours a day. How many days? Three days a week. I'm crazy busy. And you're like, <laughs> wow. Slammed. Man, so crazy. Okay. All right. Here we go. How many hours there in a day? 24. You just said that you have 10 to 11 of your hours. Allocated. Booked. I get it. You subtract that out of 24. You have 13 hours. Now, mm -hmm. are you sleeping 13 hours a day? No. Are you even sleeping eight? No. No, and chances are high they're sleeping five because they're high schoolers. Correct. Right? Correct. And so it's Look at like, that. You still have eight hours. And then you go, okay, you want to be a master at something? Cool. It's a thousand hours. A thousand hours, not to be a master, a thousand hours to become proficient at something, mm -hmm. 10,000 hours to be a master. So if you break that down into basics, 365 days a year, mm -hmm. within three years, you mm -hmm. can become very good at something. I like that. Right? And- so if you want to make that your life goal after that, you can pursue being a master. But within three years, you can become proficient, not just at making anything. your way through. You can make yourself proficient at anything. Yeah. So I think it's funny. It's like, oh, I don't have time. Yeah. 30, 30 minutes yeah, a day. You have time. 30 minutes a day. It's just not a priority. It's not a priority. It's what it is. And so when you start putting the ball in people's courts, you start realizing that they're like, oh, I'm prioritizing this more. But we don't realize it. Mm -hmm. It's subliminal stuff. And it's I nothing, it. no no part of this is trying to guilt anybody and being like, no, oh. not at all. But it should make you aware. Mm -hmm. If I'm sitting down and I'm watching a movie or something and I'm with my family, that's great. It's midnight and I'm like, oh, I'm not tired. Okay, what am I going to do? Oh, yeah, I'm going to put on something. But I have to get up at six o'clock knowing I'm going to do something. Mm -hmm. There's that amount oh, of like, yeah. oh, man, I should like go to bed. I'm on my yeah. phone for an hour. But I know? should, yeah. Right? And, and then at that at point... Instagram algorithms. <laughs> you're tired the next day. Whose fault is that? That's your fault. Yeah. That's not somebody else's fault. Nobody yeah. put that idea in your brain. It's yep. the same thing. It's right. And so that leads me to my nonprofit, Creative Thinkers, where we mm. actually teach kids photography, videography, audio engineering, dance, just art. We're yep. actually working on construction as well and teaching plumbing and electricians. I'm working on it's a awesome. whole bunch of it. It's from, awesome. Right to teach kids how to do this stuff. Yeah, because everything that is hugely applicable. Yeah, it's a trade. It's like, awesome. People will look at camera work and be like, "Man, it's so." It's like, no, it's a trade. Mm -hmm. You get better at it the more you do it. Yeah. Like, how often like are you on your phone taking pictures mm -hmm. or taking video? At this point, you have a really nice camera on your phone at any yeah. point, and kids already are like, "I want to be a part of that." If we can give them the mm. ability to know. The confidence, I should say, more so than anything else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mind shift. Yep. I can make this. I yeah. can do this. Absolutely. You yeah. Can. Show them, help to show them that they can. Absolutely. So 
it's been incredible. We're going on. We're yeah. going on two years. We'll be. Yeah, I was gonna say year. you got to be going on two years now. We're hitting two years. Well, and um, producer, this right now who's yep. producing this podcast was one of my students. Shout out to our producer. She's incredible. So um, there's that, and so that just leads into what you're saying. Spark creating opportunities for people to serve other people. Creative thinkers creating opportunities for youth to help what serve other people. No yeah. matter what you're doing in life, it, it's service. You're going to be serving people. One hundred percent. And if you are if you are a millionaire and you run a company, then your job is to serve the people underneath mm. you. Mm. You're but never, that is that is lost on society. It is. When you said serve those beneath you. Yeah. Who who washed the twelve disciples' feet? Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't a servant. It was Jesus. So right. You're serve never, those beneath you. You're never gonna not serve. Mm-hmm. You'll always be serving. And as soon as you can get on board with that and yeah. realize your life is really not your own, yeah. and it is about the service of others, the more simple life becomes. And the more enlightened you feel because yeah. things fall into place. Yeah. They literally fall into place. And there is that balance as well, right? We're not saying, you know, you need to serve every hour of every day and neglect your health or neglect whatever. That is not the case. And some no. people will show that. You know, there are religious organizations or other organizations where they'll continue to do that. Mm-hmm. We're asking you to look at your own life and go, where, what time do I have? Or yeah. What finances do I have? How can mm-hmm. I serve somebody else? Yeah. How can I wash their feet? Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I mean, happily married for 14 years now. You've been happily married for uh, nine. Did I assume happily? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did Hannah watch this? One? Hannah's listening to it. She's like, that's right, you're happy. Um, so by happily married, you and I both know. Mm-hmm. It's very simple to be like, all right, my job, I just got to serve my wife. I need to make yeah. sure she's taken care of. Need, yeah. Make sure my kids are taken care mm-hmm. of. It's not overcomplicated. It's not, don't let it be. It, and you can be like, well, it's like, no. In the end, as no. long as there's that, mm-hmm. that's what matters. So yeah. holiday season, you know, it's that time. You know it I mean? is. There's no, there's no, in my opinion, there's no, <clears throat> there's no better time than right now yeah. to get out and find an organization. Bell ringing. Yes. I should have brought one of my little Salvation Army bing, bing, bing. bells. This time of year, bell ringing is huge. Yeah. Right. I've been on the Salvation Army, Yuba Center Salvation Army Advisory Board. I think this is my fourth year with them now. Yeah. Which all started with. Morgan DeSalt, again, shout out to Morgan, who linked me up with yeah. Paradise with the, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That, started that started my time day. with Salvation Army as well. Um, I I only ever knew of Salvation Army when I, when I before four years ago, yeah. when I think Salvation Army, I think bell ringing, yeah. right? It's almost like they only exist, in my mind, they only existed in December, right? You but then the you building, realize, you're oh like, gosh. what do they do the rest of the year? I oh, mean, they're only they ringing bells. They must close it down. <laughs> they, 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 all they do is ring bells, right? <laughs> Salvation Army, yeah, those are the people that ring bells and take your money, like, huh? But yeah, no, and it's just it's the it's the season of giving, right? Mm-hmm. So they call it season of giving or red kettle season. Yep. Um, but now, having been on the advisory board for as long as I have, you see the impact, and you see on the advisory board we're looking at the actual yeah. financial reports of the money that comes in through these kettles and through these drives throughout the year and through the uh, red kettle kickoff event that we had a couple weeks ago at Hard Rock and. We're seeing the money that trickles in, trickles, and we're also seeing it and how they allocate it, which is incredible yeah. with helping 
youth get off the street with 14 forward and well, helping to house families um at the depot the mm-hmm. the in the crisis center and all of these and and how they rub shoulders with the homeless consortium how they rub yeah. shoulders with Sutter and Yuba counties and yeah 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 it, it's just, it's incredible so a if you hear this and you hear bell ringing in your neighborhood or outside your grocery store give and know that that money goes right back into the communities in which you're giving it to yep other than that reach out to the salvation army directly or reach out to me directly and ask how you can volunteer with the salvation army remember this when we don't have a volunteer to ring a bell they gotta pay we staff it yep so if you're staffing it what is California minimum wage now? I think 15 or 15.50? 15.50. So if you are going and you're opting to volunteer for two hours, that two hours is worth $31. Yep. So that two hours right there that you are there yep. is $31 that's into that pot. You zeroed out the loss of that 15.50 per hour, which is incredible, right? Yeah. People don't really think like that. No. They're like, oh yeah, you know, I, I, and some people say like, oh yeah, I didn't really, ha- I had like maybe two or three people go by the bucket. You're like, you were there for two hours. There was an additional thirty-one dollars. Yeah, right there, just Absolutely. from your time. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And again, it's gonna it 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 always feels good. I'm I'm actually gonna be volunteering. Um, I'm gonna be bell ringing today outside of grocery outlet. I believe from two to three. Nice. Um, bell ring with my buddy Josh. Any any opportunity? Have you and your kids done bell ringing yet? Not yet. You're about to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I haven't been volunteering. You know how this cold. works with me. Yeah, I know. I get Just it. give me an opportunity. Okay. I'm going to plug you in. Absolutely. Um, but if it feels so good. Uh, Jer uh, was was out there this morning with his girls volunteering, I think, outside of uh, That's so good. Walmart. Yeah, any any opportunity this, it, bro, here's the season. Anytime yeah. you can get out there, love on people, yep. meet them where they're at, the, the, uh, the distribution drives. Gosh, the distribution drives. Receiving something for the Salvation Army bell ringing is awesome. Yeah, putting boxes together at the food bank is awesome. awesome. Yeah, what we're going to be doing, yes, at Steelhouse, yeah, in December, yep. is going to be awesome. Collecting is awesome. The bread and butter, giving, though, giving. for me is going and oh, giving, yeah. collecting all the money and putting together the reefs for the campfire. Great, going and handing the individual, yeah, and his kids who just lost their home, yeah, humbling. It shakes you to your core, yeah. and it's going to change your perspective. Yep. Immensely, yeah. you're going to walk away literally a better person because what you experience. So plug in. Yeah. There's that my call to action. Plug in yep. any opportunity you can, and if you don't know of an opportunity, reach out or reach out to one of us. Absolutely. We will find a channel There's for plenty. you to be able to get out there and volunteer. And to answer, so I, I and I'll be on the opposite end of this, right? I'll be the skeptical one, right? Sure. And, and look. We're not being, by the way, we're not being being paid by Salvation Army or Food Bank. They're not asking us to say any of these things, by the way. No organization is asking us to say anything. I just want to make that clear. Mm. And the skepticism, right? Well, I mean, they get given money by the government to do such, or they get given X for such, and they get given grants. Sure. Oh, yeah. But all that goes right back into other people, Mm -hmm. right? All it does is these organizations have been around for a long time mm-hmm. because they're open to their books to show you, yeah, no, this is mm-hmm. the money goes straight to these people. Because they have nothing to hide. Correct. And I understand through history, there's been plenty of people that say they're charitable and not yeah. actually being charitable. 100%. So I, I, I totally understand the right. skepticism. That's a natural skepticism. But yeah. when you are there, 
Mm, and you you're actively doing it and you're actively seeing it. Yep. Right? Santa, seeing is believing. Yep. Believing is seeing. You're, if you've got skepticism, then go out there. Yeah. That means that you, you need to go out there. You're due. <laughs> because that's going to that's gonna fix that big skepticism in your heart. Like, well, are people really that bad? Or uh, I have more problems than... That'll yeah. all go away. If you have more problems, go serve. <laughs> Seriously. It's going to fix them. It's going to fix them if, and it's going to change your perspective and you're going to walk away with a whole new mindset. It's going to create that humility mm-hmm. that is going to make you feel more human. It's yeah. going to make you realize that... It's the human, man. It's the connection side. Yeah. And that's and, where it's at. Yeah. I think that it's super, super important for us to continue doing that. So I just wanted to address the skeptical side because Absolutely. I do, I know plenty of people like, well, no, what I give. Same. And it's like, same. you give because the kindness of your heart, you would want that in the same position, right? Serve others as you would want to be served. Yep. Matthew said, and, and Lord, Lord willing, you are never in a position where you need it. No. But you never know. Yeah. Because it's 2023 and the world's in a weird spot. You know, I never thought I would be bringing the Joker up for Christmas, but... um, (laughs) Make it appropriate. I'm going to do it, right? So I'm a nerd. But he says one of my favorite phrases, right? Um, You're only one bad day from being me. You're only one bad day, right? (laughs) And that thought lives Mm. rent-free in my brain Mm. of you're one bad day from becoming the ultimate opposite of who you are. Yeah. The stability that you think Mm. you have is gone one day. If anything we saw... I mean, COVID was a perfect example of that, but there's plenty of disasters yeah. that we've seen. Mm-hmm. All it takes, you know, I've talked to guys, One really that, bad day, incredible guys that um, that built tons of industries, and all of a sudden, here comes in a tornado. It's all gone. Gone. All their photos, their house, mm-hmm. everything that they had gone in an instant. You are always on the graces of other people without realizing it, and if we can't establish and build good systems to help people. When that one bad day comes, because it's going to come. Yeah. All right, let's be honest. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And when it happens, and it's not just an emotional turmoil thing, it's an actual turmoil. And now you have no place to go, or you don't have food for your kids, or yeah. Christmas is coming. Guess what? It's cold because the heat is off. Yeah. You would have wished mm. that you're going to hope that those organizations are working for your benefit. And it's going to create that big shift. And I that mm. that thought lives literally lives rent free in my brain. I'm always thinking mm. of one bad day. And I think that that creates an empathy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Knowing that it it cranks the human side up to twelve, bro. Yeah. Because you don't know if that conversation is the last sane conversation mm. you're having with that person. You don't know what's going on at home. Yeah. I mean, how paranoid do you get with your phones away from you? Whatever. Mm. You're good, and then all of a sudden you have a thought, and you're like, I need to check on is mm. everything okay, mm. and it just mm. hits. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, whew, everything's all right. What happens when that's not? Hmm. Who are you going to have? What kind of yeah. passion? What kind of organizations? We want to make the world a better place, right? And everyone's like, I want social media to do that, or I want to be the person that's being seen doing it. That's not, that doesn't matter. No. It's about helping other people. So when that bad day comes to you, you've built the community enough yeah. that it comes back for you. Mm-hmm. And if that bad day never Tenfold. comes, that's incredible. Praise God. Then that is literally the grace of God. Yeah. And now you get to benefit in a big way and you can still bless other people. 100%. So if you're listening to this, again, we're not paid by any of these organizations no. to talk about this stuff. Plug in. Plug in. Find a place. Um, wherever you're at, internationally or wherever, find a spot where you can feed. Mm. Feed people. Help people. Clothe people. Yeah. Um, you know, things are only getting worse with inflation and all mm. this stuff. But that means we just have to come together more. Yeah. This is the perfect um, opportunity in time for us to come together and become what society says 
is not acceptable or, or yeah. overtly, you know, we need to become that for each other. We need mm-hmm. to become the love that we are pursuing. And that Absolutely. We're for. And look, look for those opportunities. Look for the, I want to pray really quick. Let's do, do it. it. Yeah. <sighs> Dearly Father, we lay this podcast before you, God. Get this podcast in front of eyes to see and ears to hear, God. People that it will bless, people that it will inspire, inspire people that it will help light that spark inside of them. God, give us opportunities. Continue to give us opportunities to serve and love on people. Uh, and God, to be your hands and feet to a dark and hurting world. Yeah. We thank you for those opportunities. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. I love you, man. Love you too, my man. Tis the season. Tis the season. Let's get out and get plugged in. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to the Cam and Joe Show. Please leave a review of your thoughts of the podcast. And if you need financial advice on a home, please contact Cameron Elkins at Guild Mortgage. And if you love coffee and want to support us in different ways, feel free to visit SteelhouseCoffee.com and order some coffee there. Please share the love, and we will catch you on the next podcast.